This episode of The Morning Stream is brought to you by Away. Away makes first-class luggage at coach prices that allow you to charge your phone on the go. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash TMS20 and use the promo code TMS20. Coming up on TMS, Poo Hand Luke, six feet tall and full of mayo. Are the nipples part of your argument? Sad little Picard. Hard carn parn. The Bludens. Sure. Not as cool as wax figures. Rictus Erectus versus the Shocker. 6.5 naked dudes. Major spoilers and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Shit. 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 The Morning Stream. The Morning Stream. It's called pain. Get used to it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Morning Stream. It is TMS for November 4th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy right there is Mr. Brian Ibbett. Happy Monday to you, and welcome to Two Feet Firmly Planted in November. Yep, brand new month. Uh, that's exciting because yep. I don't know why. Is it? It's not really. It's just sort of no. a month, right? November's it's no just, big deal. It's just another month. Got Thanksgiving. Just another month. Yeah, I'm gonna eat a lot of turkey this year. Uh, yeah. Less pie, more turkey. Yep. That's the plan. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Turkey's good. Yeah. Less potato or less mashed potatoes, more uh, green beans. Uh, yeah, I got plan. Right. I got plans. Exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a yeah. healthy, uh, healthy, happy uh, Thanksgiving this year. I'm gonna give thanks Very in a good. way that I, you know, is a healthy way to do it. So wish me luck. You can do. You can do it. Yeah. Hey, did I? Uh, I don't know if I told you this. Yeah, I did because we had a show Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the kids were sick and all. Nick especially. Yes, right. Food poisoning suspected. Yeah. Uh, Nick got yeah. food poisoning. It was it was pretty rough, but he was he bounced back pretty quick. Carter, on the other hand, who's home today, sitting right over there, covered in a blanket, uh, is got the full blown uh, like a uh, full body shakes. Give me the chills. I got a fever flu. And, uh, yeah, we're just all ticking time bombs here oh at the Johnson God. house waiting all to get wow. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking forward to it. <laughs> we're going to like quarantine, like nail your doors shut and then just right on the front dead inside. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> and the other day she sneezed on me. I got a little bit of wet on the arm. That was great. Ooh. So I, oh, I immediately washed that off and, uh, hope for the best. So far, so good. <laughs> I feel fine. No issues, but, uh, yeah. We shall Jeez. see, Brian. We shall see. Good luck. Good luck. I, I expect at some point I'm going to get a text from you. We're going to bump. <laughs> we got to bump the show. I can't do it. Just, I don't have it in me. I don't know why I'm doing it in Christian Bale Batman voice, but sure, why not? <laughs> well, you know, and and uh, we we avoided we avoided the BlizzCon con funk, but. You know, who knows? Maybe you'll get the virtual ticket con. Yeah, the v, the, the VT uh, con uh, the crud. The VTs. Yeah, we got the VTs, everybody. No, the thing is, we did all get flu, flu shots. Flu shots. Um, uh-huh. That's the problem right there. And uh, One of those off-brand. <laughs> did you go to Schmall Greens to get a flu shot? Yeah, I got a flu shot. I thought that was the real thing. Now I'm now I'm starting to wonder uh, about those flu shots we got at the, at the Schmall Greens. <laughs> Uh, but so anyway, I don't know, like this is a different strain, I guess. So, uh, yeah, uh, I have hope, you know what? She's basically behaving or she, she seems a lot like I did last, 
not last summer, but the summer before that, where I got that horrible like eight day fever flu thing yeah. in the summer. Yeah. That's what oh, this that's... seems like. So I think, I think maybe she's just got a thing I've had already. I don't know. I don't know. Human immunity. What a weird deal. Weird. Exactly. What do we know? What do we know about this? What, how, does how, how does it work? <laughs> What's the science? All right, I got a recommend. Why do we have that clip? We need we need an insane clown posse. Just how does it work? How does it work? <laughs> do they say that a lot? They no, the they ones? just say it in that song about magnets. How? Do- oh, I guess it's how do they work? Oh, right. All right, I like that. All right, so here's the deal. Yeah, uh, I got uh, some advice real quick. Okay, good. And, All right, I like I like when we begin uh, the show uh, by helping people. Yeah, you know? that's what our job Improving is here. Their lives. Yeah, we're here to be funny. We're here to have a good time. We're here to take, uh, um, I don't know, take the state of the world and translate it for the good people. We want to be free to do what we want to do. (laughs) Uh, I have some advice, and that's this. If your dogs make a habit, which is pretty normal for people to use the backyard as their their poo ground, okay? It's where they poo. (laughs) Uh and they're not, you know, it's not always on walk. Sometimes you're at home and you just let the dog out yeah. and it says, oh, you know what? I'm a dog. I'm going to go poo in the yard. Sure. Sure. They can't uh, control it. They can't decide when it's time. No, it's not their job to decide, right? It's mine. Mm-hmm. So uh, when they do that, they leave the poo. I, I don't know about your dogs, but mine don't pick it up and d- dispose <laughs> no, yeah, of no. it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they've, they've gotten, they, they're real bad they, at that part. Uh, they leave plums, but they do not pick up plums. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way of putting it yeah so they left plenty of plums let's put it this way my two dogs sure. my two dogs sunday nights on cbs <laughs> my two dogs went out there and over the last week or so have uh, really uh really piled her piled her up if you know what i'm saying we've got a bit of a yeah. bit of a landscape going on out there sure. and so uh my job is to uh, between Nick and I, we usually split it, but uh, we go out there and, you know, get it all cleaned up so that we can, like, rake leaves and do other stuff you're supposed to do in your yard. Mow and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Codes from Home is comes up with the perfect dog slogan. Uh, I don't pick up poos. I just make them. <laughs> Sincerely, dogs everywhere. Anyway. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I go out to do that, and uh, here's what I would recommend. Here's the part. Here's the learning part. Okay. We have a roll of the plastic bags that you can use on the walks and the whatever, you know, to pick mm-hmm. up the, the right. poops. Those little, basically little small ones. They hold uh, four or five poos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, basically. And they're and they're meant to, you got one to put them in, but you got one to put your hand in. It's like a little hand hand version, right? Where you're, Oh, you don't do, wait, wait, wait. So so when you're going out on a walk with Rainer yeah. and Rainer stops and, and drops a, a deuce. Yeah. You don't just take one bag, put it over your hand, yeah. pick up the poo, and then pull the bag over, like, inside out. And then create the a tied-off bag. Yeah. No, I do that on yeah. the walks. Absolutely. You when do, you, okay, you do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But when you're, in the, when you're in the yard. Oh, gotcha. Right. You don't want to use a poo for every pickup. Yeah, right. so you need to use one as a glove and one, one right. to put them in. And you got another you. one to put in because you're going to have to fill it up. And usually I'll use, like, a yep. double, double-ply, like, Walmart bag to fill it up because there's so much out there. Right, 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 right. Yep. Okay, but I'm using sense. the same glove. Now, here's the mistake that I made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no longer shall I wear one only. I shall now forever use at least two, possibly three. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll need to double bag it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Because this thing had a little split in the seam, and I didn't know it 
for a very long time as I was out there doing the job. The the glove the glove bag had the split. Yep. And when I uh-huh. went to take the glove bag off, I had uh poo hand. Poo hand. <laughs> I had poo hand Luke. And it was all yeah, over and yeah. it was everywhere. And I didn't know I was doing that the whole time. And I still haven't washed my hand enough, uh, in my opinion. I yeah. every every cent, every minute I look at my hand, I think just yep. wash it again. Just yep. keep doing oh, it. Oh yeah, no, there's <laughs> so, like if you had a vat of Purell, you could just soak your hand in for an hour. That still would probably wouldn't feel like it's enough. Yeah. So in my in my estimation, the advice is this: two ply at the very least, three. Yeah. And then also get an That's elastic funny. band or something to hold yeah. it because after a while this thing wants to come off and you're constantly mm-hmm. trying to figure out a way to tug it back on. These are the things that you learn while you're out there doing the hard work and that's what I learned. <laughs> now my hands are very dry now because I've washed them so much. Yeah. Like scrub them. So now I need lotion. Next week we'll talk about lotion and the benefits of exfoli- exfoliation and lotion <laughs> moisturizing your hands. Okay. Oh good, I can't wait. It'll be I like Monday Monday helping people is what mm-hmm. we do here. Um, Check out my you know, YouTube channel. Uh, Smash that subscribe button. Yes, Brian. Uh, I use, uh, so I've got this resin 3D printer that I've been loving doing stuff with. Actually, we're, we're going to talk about ter- Terminator in a minute, but somebody created a Terminator hand that you print, 3D print, uh, or Terminator arm, I should say. Oh, like the skeletal metal arm type thing? Yeah, but uh, Ooh. but you got to see this thing. I mean, it is, this is not your rinky dink little uh, you know just a little 3d print it's not going to look that good all right there's a link now in our discord and you can put that up on the on the screen all right and you'll want to navigate through the um uh the images that they include because you 3d print every little uh piece of this this contraption so it's the it's the whole terminator arm the whole skeletal setup of the Terminator oh. arm. And it's every digit, every knuckle. This is cool. <laughs> this is really cool. Are you going to do it? Isn't that cool? I'm thinking about it. Because uh, this is a good use for the for the resin printer because little small things print very quickly. And um, they print a lot smoother than the standard 3D prints. So I would get I'd get stuff that I could spray paint silver. And not have to do much sanding or priming or anything like that. It would, it would come out really, really nice. All right, there it is, chat. Sorry, it took me a second. Look at that thing. Oh, I want to make it. Isn't that cool? So yes. the reason I bring this up. So uh, anyway, uh, with the resin printer, you never want to get any of the resin on your hands because right. it's it's as bad as the poop. Right. Um, <laughs> so why I, is that? So why is to, that bad to have that on you? Just uh, it's just not good just, for your skin. It's just not good for your skin. It's to- I don't know how toxic it is, but like even probably don't want to be breathing that stuff very long. You want to make sure you do your three D prints in a well vent- a ventilated area. It's like the resin is is probably you know the most destructive substance that I've allowed into the house, and now I'm making stuff with it. Mm. But uh, um, so I picked up a a, a box of nitrile gloves from the small greens that I use for After when I'm blue shot, taking the printer shot, pot, uh, you, part. You get the plu shot, then you get that, right? First, then you sh- get exactly plu okay. shot first. All right, great. Or while you're waiting for them to call you in for your plu shot, you pick up a box <laughs> of the nitro gloves. Um, 
Anyway, so I use that every time I'm cleaning the printer and changing the parts out and emptying the goo and all that stuff. Because, yeah. again, you don't want to get it on your hands. But I wonder if you could just pick up a box of those and oh. use those. You still would be worried about a little tiny hole. Like, basically, it's it's uh, <laughs> Renee Russo in the hot zone mm -hmm. when the uh, <laughs> she gets a little tear in her suit and all of a sudden. Oh, right. And then you got yeah. to try to pinch that thing off. I get it. That's how it felt. Exactly. That's a great comparison. Any any movie where somebody's hazmat suit gets a little leak in it and they're like struggling uh -huh. to seal it up, that's how it felt. <laughs> it's like, ah, what have I done? I I've, I've got to wear three of these hazmat suits now. <laughs> <laughs> or like anyway. it's in the like in the rock when uh dude gets his suit cut while um uh, Nick Cage is in that room. It's the very beginning of The Rock, and the and the doll starts spewing out like Vespine gas or whatever, and <laughs> right, yes. they're all freaking out trying to shut it down. Yeah, there you go. That's it. It's right a good. There. It's a good. Trip. Um, for picking up poop, we actually just do, we have a little shovel and a little rake, and um, and basically we just go. You know, we have a bucket. We put the bag in the bucket. Yeah, it's like a decent size kitchen trash bag and then uh we just carry the bucket around use the shovel scrape it in the shovel dump it in the bucket go up to the next one shovel bucket never never even touches our hands and then we go and we hose off the the little shovel and the rake and well, well this and, is the uh, way to do it what am i doing this is dumb. yeah why are you using your hands i don't know can i just go to walmart you or something to, and get that yeah go go to um pet smart or petco and they've got like specially made little it's like a the shovel is perfect because it's it's um parallel to the ground and you just go shloop. It's not even like an angled shovel that you've kind of got to like maneuver around. You just go shloop, put it right next to the poop, little rake, right oh, onto the shovel. It's dump like right the, the it's like the guys in the, the old old city Vegas who walk around and get cigarette butts under their little thing. <laughs> yes, pretty much exactly a smaller oh. version of those. Yeah, those those uh, uh, garbage things that are hinged. This one isn't hinged, but it's just like a it's just like a right angle the stick and then a right angle shovel and just. All right, I'm into it. You've convinced you me. You've convinced me. That's what TV's Travis says, or one of the little grabby arm things. The grabby arm things are great when they work, and it's like a spring-loaded, it looks like a, a piece of construction equipment that's basically like a spring-loaded little grabby thing, yeah, right? Like right, a little claw thing. Um, a yeah. claw thing. But those things we found break really easy, and if you've got slightly longer grass yeah. and, you're, and the poo is maybe a little less... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a little less firm than you'd like then basically all you're doing is you're you're picking you're smearing it all over the grass with that thing oh yeah it's just like a little like painting a the grass with that poop <laughs> all right well uh hopefully you've all learned as much as i have today because i'm gonna <laughs> free hotel room all right got bob dropping in let's stay on this topic for the rest of the show he says <laughs> Is that guy's middle name uh, sarcasm? Because I bet it is. Yes. All right. Just the middle, letter S. Last, uh, first name, honorific, yeah. title, yeah. everything. There you go. Sarcasm yes. itself. I am That's sarcasm right. itself. All right. So uh, speaking of Terminator, yeah. Scott. Give us an uh, MMFR, if you wouldn't, or RF. Monday or morning film review. Yeah, so I saw Terminator fart date, and... Uh, the, the reviews are pretty much accurate. It is a good sequel to Terminators 1 and 2. Okay. Um, uh, you know, with every single freaking timeline that we've created in this film series, basically, for me, this film kind of makes Terminators 3, 4, and 5 obsolete 
Oh, wow. Because there's some timeline stuff. But, I mean, there's timeline stuff that gets thrown around in every single iteration. The TV shows, the movies, you know, Sarah Connor dies in this one. And John is carrying on her legacy. Sarah Connor's alive, and she's the Dragon Queen in this one. And mm. and John Connor is dead and, and all that stuff. So it's like, right. like all sorts of uh, different timelines. This one, I feel... Uh, it's not as good as Terminator 1 and 2. And I think, you know, I'd, I'd rate them Terminator 2, Terminator 1, Terminator uh, Dark Fate, and then way off in the distance you have Terminators 3, 4, 5, the Sarah Connor Chronicles and all that stuff. That show was good, though. I don't know. I, I, we it? probably, yeah. I, did you ever watch I, it? I it lasted was... one season and I couldn't do it. Oh, I and really liked it. Maybe it's one of those that got better the longer it went on or something. That but... Dillahunt guy. It was a Terminator. He was cool. That guy we like. What's his name? Dilla Taunt. Dilla Hunt. Taunt. Oh, 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 yeah. Dilla Hunt. Uh, yes, from uh, uh, Raising Hope. Yes, and 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 uh, other things. Deadwood and stuff. He's great. That guy was great. Terminator. Garrett, Garrett Dilla Hunt. Yeah, yeah, Garrett Dilla Hunt. That's it. Dilla Taunt. Yep. Anyway. Debutante. So, debutante. So yeah, that show was all right, but I I'm happy to hear that this movie is like it sounds like it's totally worth seeing. Like see it in the theater and go. See it in the theater and guess what? You'll have plenty of room because we saw it on on sort of opening night and we saw it on Friday night. Yeah. So open Thursday, saw it Friday night. Big AMC Prime Theater with the rumble seats and the recliners and the big ass screen, and that theater was three fourths empty. Weird. Yeah, Wasn't it I mean it is it is well? not doing well box office wise. Critics are liking it, but audiences I think are you know they're they're maybe done with uh, the Terminator franchise. Let's take a look here. Yeah, uh, currently debuted at number one, but a very low number one. Uh, yeah, twenty nine point yeah. one million, which is not a lot for a weekend take. No, not um, for a, not for a franchise film like this. Um, yeah, that should have been bigger. 29 million from 4,000 theaters, well behind expectations. Finished Sunday with an offshore tally of 94 million for a global total of 123 million for mm. opening weekend. Mm. Well, you know what's going to kill it all is this freaking Doctor Sleep this next week. Just... I think so. Or, the, well, Frozen 2 is probably going to. All right. Frozen 2 is coming out. Yeah. Yeah, Frozen 2 is is uh, going to go. And I'm really excited to see Midway. I think that's actually um, our big weekend movie this coming weekend is we're going to go see Midway. Yeah, it's got Harvey Dent in it there. Aaron Eckhart. Where's Harvey Dent and Woody Harrelson? Oh, Woody yeah. Harrelson. Good two, two box office films for the price of one. He's in your, <laughs> your double right. tap and you're that. I was just watching Cheers last night. Man, who would have huh. thought? Let me just ask you this question. Right. If you were yeah. watching Cheers in 1983... Uh-huh. or five, whenever he joined the cast. Would you have ever said, that guy's <laughs> going to have the biggest career, everybody here. Everyone in this room, he's the one. And I wouldn't have called yeah. it. I wouldn't have called that. Do you think you think his career is bigger? Yeah, I guess it's bigger than Ted Danson, only because he's doing movies. But Ted Danson's Ted Danson has never disappeared. Yeah, he's been fine, but no one liked Becker. He had kind of a period yeah. where nobody cared much, and then he kind of had to yeah. come back, and he was great in Fargo, and he's really good on that good place and all well, that Woody's stuff. Woody's been pretty consistently, uh, yeah, uh, pretty consistently solid, yeah. And he's the no, only. I would not have the, expected that. He's the only Oscar nominee of all of them. Like he won, he got an Oscar nomination for his uh, hustler dude, uh, Harvey or Larry Flint thing. Oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> where's Larry Flint? Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so no, anyway. I was saying, man, you know who's really going to go places is this uh, George Went. Yeah, I'm really looking George forward Wendt to seeing <laughs> where he goes. He's got that whole house franchise thing with yeah. the greatest American hero. He's going to be he's going places. And I love George Went. We both do. But, yes, of course. But he didn't, you know, nobody blew up the way. No. I mean, you could say, oh, well, Ratzenberger's in all those Pixar movies. Yeah, but it's kind of a, not a joke, but it's kind of a just a meme, right? That he's just going to show up yes, as an extra exactly. character. Because he's got such a recognizable voice, they can't not put him in a movie now. Right, you have to do it. Movie. So, well done, Woody Harrelson, is all I'm saying. Anyway, well, give, yep. me, give me a rating. Uh, out of, let's give me, let's oh. do 10, uh, hold on. Uh, 10, okay. So the rating is uh, uh, however many out of ten naked dudes arriving in the future in a <laughs> in a ball of light. Oh, I'd give it uh, six and a half naked dudes okay. arriving in a ball, a little lightning ball. Does this one involve a, a, some a naked dude yes. arriving in a ball? Okay. Actually, not just a naked dude. Um, what's her face from Halt and Catch Fire? Mackenzie Davis. Oh, I like her. We like Mackenzie Davis. Yeah, yeah she's do. great. She's great. Um, very she's uh, she's the uh, one of the first people to arrive from the future. Ah, so she arrives uh, in a ball of in a naked lightning. ball in yes. a naked ball. Okay, sweet, mm-hmm. sweet. Well, sweet. we'll have to get out there and check it out. I'm sure that uh, you don't. I mean, it's what is it rated? What is it? R? I'm sure it's R. Yeah. Okay. Side boob, probably. <laughs> um, distant. Distant boob, distant, yes. distant boob, uh, bum, not, uh, little bum. You're you're not uh, you're not getting it. You're not getting the R rating from. From hard car parn, from from full on nudity. <laughs> All right, it's, it's probably more for the violence. Oh, the and how's it. Arnold? And I, because I like grizzly old Arnold. Oh. Is it good? You know what? Uh, really good, and he actually delivers some of the best lines in the in the film. He's back, baby. <laughs> He's back. Woo! He is back. I, I like Arnold was great in this, and Linda Hamilton was was pretty badass too. Like mm-hmm. it was great seeing the two of them on screen uh, together again. She's freaking sixty something now. She is, and she looks great, and she's somebody that I will not would would never mess with no. <laughs> ever. Not that I mess with people, like you know, but uh, I, would not, I would life. not mess yeah. with. Uh, Brian's known for his messing with people. That's right. <laughs> yes, yeah, not very common, actually. All right, that's hey, right. Uh, there's your review. There's your mm mmrf yeah. fr. Sorry, your Mad Max Fury Road. Sorry, your Monday morning <laughs> film review. And right. uh, that leads us directly down the path of uh, Colin Brian Dunaway and getting this going here. I haven't heard anything from him, so I assume we're good. Mm. Uh, he, I haven't heard anything either, so yeah. Okay, good. That means we're probably in good shape here. Usually we only get uh, a message with regrets. Yes, always. From him. Always. Uh, let's do this then. Let's do this here. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Welcome, Brian Dunaway, to the show. Hello, Brian. <laughs> oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Big hi. regrets. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No, no regrets. No regrets. No regrets. That's what I meant. No, no regrets. regrets. Did you happen to see the, the Terminator business? Did you I, partake? The, 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 uh, the trailer, you mean? Or what? what, what? <laughs> the actual no, movie. The movie. Dark Fate. Yeah. No, no. I haven't seen the movie yet. What am I? What am I made out of money? Oh, you're in South Carolina. You guys get that in like three years. Sorry. 2023. Let us know how it is. <laughs> it has nothing to do with when we get it. We got it. Just like you, I just can't afford the $100 it costs for me to go to the theater. If you have kids, if you're a father, you understand yeah. this struggle. No, you're it's right. like, oh, hey, I want to yeah. go see a movie. How much is it going to cost me? Yeah. Well, 
That's why Let Brian. Let me get the calculator. That's out. why Ibit's the smart one. He's got that AMC thing, and it works yeah, great. Yeah, we totally do the A list, and we're 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 making good use so, of, especially now that we're in uh, in ticket uh, ticket prices awesome. aren't so bad. Do you guys do you guys get like uh, some kind of meal plan because the tickets aren't that bad? <laughs> uh, I mean, ticket prices are like it's sixteen bucks now to see a movie in one well, of the yeah, well, well, I'm not. Well, th- don't forget, I live in a different uh, area than you, and the cost of yeah. living is nowhere near that. So it's more That's like. Tough. Nine dollars a ticket for us here, but then, how about some popcorn yeah. and a drink? I'll have twenty dollars, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, you oh, want yeah, that yeah, times yeah. about five people? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you're broke. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I know that is the, that's that's the truth, and that is where the theaters make their money is from. Uh, exactly, I can't blame concessions. them. Concessions, but um, no, with with the AMC thing, the A list, it also gives you free upgrades. So you buy the <laughs> small, and then you get automatically upgraded to a regular on everything. Oh, one. wow. That's nice of them to give you the extra four ounces of soda pop. <laughs> right, exactly. That's got to be really hitting them in the pocketbook. <laughs> Real sacrifice on their side. Nice work. Uh, hey, we have a caller on the line. Let's see who we got. Uh, thanks for your patience. Who's this? Hi, this is Nick from the Western Massachusetts Well, area. hello, Nick from Western oh, Massachusetts. The Western Massachusetts area. I still spell your state wrong. I'm very good at doing that. Uh, hey, <laughs> it's good to have you here. Thank you for joining us. We're going to play a little game where you, our lucky listener, could win some prizes, but only if you pick the right winner out of Brian and I. Brian Ibbett will explain how it works. That's right, Scott. Uh, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job, Nick, is to predict who is going to come out on top based on the topic. Today, you are playing for the very last pair of CDs from Dizzy Box 9 and Trendsell. The big thanks to those guys. Both um, both bands we've played here as part of Indie in the Middle here on TMS uh, to rave reviews, Dizzy Box 9 and Trendselva. Uh, you're also going to get a copy of Road Redemption on Steam. Either oh. you guys play Road Redemption? Yes. So Road Redemption is basically... Uh, I forgot the name of the original game. But okay, so way back in the Genesis... SNES days, there was a game called Road Rage. Road Rage? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the one where you ride along and you whack people with your chains as you're riding along next to them, right? Yeah, I think, I think the Road Rash. Sorry, not Road Rash. That's it. Road, oh, road Rash. I, mean, I, I was remembering it like you remembered it. Yeah, I was too. For some yeah. reason, Rage sounded right. But anyway, Road Rash. And it was amazing and I loved it. And it carried on and ended up having a version on the 3DO, which was also very good. And it kind of sort of got into 3D a little bit. And then nobody did it again. They ended up doing a, a pseudo sequel thing offshoot called Skitching, which was or Skitcher or Skitching, but it was basically grab the back of a car on your on your uh, your rollerblades, skateboard, and yeah, have a rollerblade. Yeah, and then yeah. and then you pull, pull forward McFly, to the next right. car. Yeah, you play McFly basically the whole time, and it was awesome. Oh my gosh, I love that game. Anyway. Then they stopped making them. Like, straight up just said, meh. And what was great about the 3DO one, and I think PlayStation got it, was it had Soundgarden music in it. The soundtrack was oh, amazing. Yeah. that's cool. Break this rusty wow. cage and right. run, all that stuff. Sean. Yeah, it was awesome. So, anyway, Road Redemption is like this. It's like a bunch of developers who were also huge fans of that growing up said, no one's making this. We're going to make one. So they made, like, this awesome, big-ass freaking version of... Uh, 
of road rage or road huh. rash, and it's awesome. It's really good. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a it's an homage, not by the original developers, but um, probably approved by the original. Maybe developers. I don't know. It just all I know is it plays like road rash, feels good, feels right. You get to hit people with pipes. Mm, it's, it's feels great. like road rash, and it's also nice. set in this apocalyptic like future, which is totally my jam. So, oh yeah. Anyway, that's that game. Very cool. Well, there you go. So Nick, you could possibly win that and play it out there in western massachusetts uh but before we can do any of that winning stuff i've got to give the guys their topic and they need to uh start thinking about that while i ask you who you're picking to win um i have three plus four plus five plus one that equals uh 13 uh in my list here Mm. uh big four sports teams that all have colors in their name, either in the city name or in the name of the team itself. So NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA, basketball, football, hockey. And oh, okay. Baseball. Oh, I For got you. For those of you who don't know any of those letters I just read. Oh, okay. Uh, this no, one comes to it. us from uh, Tom Station. So I get it. I want you to name the teams that contain colors in their name. Okay. So right. out, of the big, out of the big professional the pro, the pro, Team. pro uh, U.S. pro teams, pro right, 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 right. Yeah, all the pro <laughs> leagues. Yeah, or yeah, not just U.S. but I guess North America. Yeah. Oh, there North might be something America. there. North America. All right. So yeah, some in the city name, some in the team name, um, and uh, there, like I said, are thirteen of or fourteen of these that all you're right. going to be coming up with. All right. Thirteen of these. Sorry, uh, Nick. Knowing that, uh, knowing how much these guys know about their sports. Uh, what? Uh, who do you think is going to win, and who do you want to go first? Hmm. So, hmm. sports ball, tough, tough topic. I would probably <laughs> lean to Scott just a little bit, but okay. I think we'll go Scott to win, Brian to start. All right. I like right. these. I like your. I like your confidence. Thank you for ins- uh, insisting that Brian's dumb. All right, here we go. Ready? Go. <laughs> All right, Scott, you're first. Oh, I'm I mean, I'm sorry, Brian. Brian I'm going to say I'm first. You're first, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to go. Shut up, up there, Scott. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns because that's the only team that I can think of is like a brown. All yeah. right, yeah. that's right. That's right. There, it's all their name is is a color, and uh, the Broncos and uh, brown out of all colors to pick is like ah, I could go something bold. It's We're just right. going to go with muted brown. They're barely. They're barely a team. Let's put it that They're way. Barely hey, the that's Broncos, not nice. Uh, the no. Broncos proved that yesterday with a uh, a nice a nice win over the Browns. Yeah, the Browns lose every game they play. All right. Um, <laughs> no offense, Cleveland. Their team kind of is bad. Sure. Is bad. Sure. All right, Scott. Uh, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Oh. The Toronto Blue Jays, MLB. Yes, and uh, there we go. And that's why I had to say <laughs> North America, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Going to go with those. Going to go with those. Green Bay Packers. Yes. Uh, didn't do so well yesterday, but uh, Poor old hey, Aaron Rodgers. still America's team. Yeah. Boy, they, the Green Bay fans were very salty on Twitter yesterday, I noticed. I'll oh. bet. Yeah. They, you know, they're coming off of a bunch of wins, so. That's true. It's uh, gotta, that's got to hurt. I'm going to I'm gonna say the, uh, let's go play some hockey and say the Detroit Red Wings. Yes. Oh. Uh, the arch enemy of the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings. Okay. Uh, NHL. Nice. I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna stick with my. We've already done Smith. I'm gonna do some. How about do some Major League Baseball? Let's do the. Let's do those Red Sox up in Boston area. How's that? Sure. 
That's a good choice. Boston Red Sox. Of course, they've got a color in their name. They've got a color in their socks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I should just eliminate the other socks so that he doesn't no! take it. So White Sox. <laughs> the White Sox need to be in there. That's right. Chicago White Sox. Yep. Uh, uh, well, was the the Chicago Black Sox uh, several year you know several years ago when the uh, the controversy was going on and. Yeah, and they we never, forgot all about that. It's now the Chicago. They had a cur- well, according to Cheers again, which we've been rewatching here in the Johnson household. Uh, they had a curse for years and years and years. Oh, Basically, right. that whole series yeah. was about how. No, wait, no, they were saying that about Boston. Never the Red mind. Sox had the curse. Yeah. yeah, the Red Sox had the curse, and I guess that didn't get lifted to like '06 or something. Anyway, go ahead, Brian. How about we stay with them? Uh, let's go with the uh Yar <laughs> Yar I wanna say one, but I know it's, it's is it hyphenated? Is it hyphenated and does it matter? Doesn't matter it's if it's got, hyphenated. It's got a color in it. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with the Washington Redskins. Damn it. Absolutely counts. Yep, Washington Redskins. Uh <laughs> closing these have to be that. active teams that are still playing, right? Yes. Yeah, they're active. No, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just. Oh, okay. Let's say for my next one. Um, uh, Cincinnati Reds. Cincinnati Reds. Very good. Yep. Another team that's name is just just color. Yep. That's all we are. We're just a color. That's right. We're probably okay. talking about Native Americans, but we're just going to tell you it's a color. That's what they say. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Okay. All right, Brian. Now we're getting into the nitty gritty, aren't we? We are because I'm, I, I'm trying to remember. I know Scott did some NHL stuff earlier, and I was like, I really only know very little about NHL. Uh, mm, I just know there's got to be one that's just super simple. What is it? What am I missing? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Brian. Maybe he's missing something simple. Big moron. What's All right, uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, the New York Blue Giants. I. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the Blue Giants. The Blue Giants. The Green Giants. Doctor Manhattan is their forward. He's great, by the way, on that. On the uh, New York Blue Giants team. <laughs> uh, no, there are no New York Blue Giants, unfortunately. Scott wins. Did you have another Ow! one? In the, I did. In I was going to say Blackhawks, and I think that's the only other oh, one I know. Blackhawks. Blackhawks is a good one. Chicago Blackhawks. I accidentally, you know, I was talking about the Chicago Black Sox mm-hmm. during the uh, oh. the the boycott. Uh, so somebody said, yeah, Brian just oh. said about two-thirds of another team name. Uh, <laughs> you could have also said the Columbus Blue Jackets, the St. Louis Blues. The brand no. new Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, no. And no. Uh, in the NBA, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, no. Oh, the Golden State Warriors could have done that. I didn't think. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Is it just seems gold odd. Is a color. Gold, yeah, gold is a color, but you is golden. That doesn't really, uh, you know, that just. Well, Yankee is gray. Just kidding. You couldn't use a Yankee. <laughs> I mean, you don't do, you don't do bludens. I mean, the is bludens. that really. It's not really a word. <laughs> no, but there's not an equivalent. Uh, you don't say when something is blue, you say it's blue. Yeah. When something is gold colored, you say it's golden. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, there's, not a, 
That's yeah. gold. I love seeing the. Oh, Jerry, it's the, gold. The, gold, Jerry. The, the, <laughs> the Kentucky Bludens are always a good time to watch on TV. Get those Bludens games. <clears throat> well, there you go. It's uh, that's a clear win, I'd say. For oh, you know what? I should play the thing here. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Well done, Nick. You've you've won, and that means all you got to do is send Brian Ibbett your info. Uh, that's over at Coverville at gmail.com. He'll send you your winnings. How do you feel about your big win? Great. I'm glad I uh, glad I picked Scott with the sports I'm, ball. I'm question. glad you did too. A lot of people think You're, I don't know anything about sports and stuff. I know way more than people think. I kind of like that they don't yeah. think I do. I yeah, kind of like yeah, that I can just your, uh, mm, just sort of you know. You, you can turn that to your advantage. Yes, Scott. Yes. Anyway, I know you're a. Uh, I know you're big into basketball, Scott. If you're ever out here in Springfield, we have the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's a oh. great little place to go check out. Uh, your your boys, John Stockton and Carl Malone, are out there. So. Yeah. Do they have uh, – are they wax figures of them, or uh, it's not that cool? No, it's like a, it's like those – <laughs> Like that's like, how, uh, that's how we rate wow. cool now, <laughs> wax things. He invites you to uh... – <laughs> To come, you know, join him for the Basketball Hall of Fame, and all of a sudden it's not cool because it's not a uh, Madame Tussauds. Yeah, there's something about there's something about creepy wax figures that I really like, and I don't know what it is. Especially yeah. when they're super tall like basketball yeah. players. That's, yeah. that's fun. Well, congratulations, Nick. You've done well, uh, and we'll see you again soon. Brian Dunaway, you, you did your part. That's what matters. That's all that matters is that you did your part. Uh, it's an off week for the Boop Show, so not one this week, but there will be one next. Uh, in the meantime, is there anything you're doing this week that you want people to know about? Absolutely. I'm going to be marathoning that Luigi's Mansion 3. Mm. Uh, going to definitely be doing it tonight, maybe tomorrow night, definitely Wednesday. Nice. Or cool. more. Going to try to complete it this week. It's about an 11-hour game. Going to catch all the ghosts. Yeah, you got to get them all and then uh, put them in the box and then give them to Mario or whatever you do. I don't even know what you do in that game. Yeah, that's not, even how, that's not even how that game goes. Yeah, you got to so, work with the professor. Yeah. Oh, there's a professor? Tell me about him. What's his deal? Ah. Uh. Well, he talks like this. <laughs> Perfect. On that note, bye. Oh, he's the Brian Dunaway on Twitter, everybody. If you, you want to follow him over there. Very good. That was a rousing edition of uh, Battle Royale. I enjoyed it greatly. Good win. Well done. Yes. Well done, everybody involved. Now this. <laughs> Time for the news brought to you by. Brought to you by America's Next Top Podcaster going up on the stream today. It's the judging and elimination episode for investigative podcast week. Yes, everybody's been working on their investigations and true crime podcasts. And it's time to, to see who wins and who's going home. Oh. Uh, all of this appearing on the feed later today at America's Next Top Podcaster. If I'm correct in my memory, mm -hmm. this is a rough one. This is a rough one, yes. <laughs> it is perhaps the roughest of them so far yes yeah it it, uh, it was indeed Woo! correct all right if you're intrigued by what i just said tune in because you're, yeah. in, you're in for one wow. and how could you not be intrigued honestly what's wrong with you if you're not all right mm -hmm. check this out we got a new story we'll do a couple okay. of these or whatever we have time for how about yeah. this one a bride and groom ordered 450 dollars worth of domino's pizza for their wedding because they <laughs> couldn't decide on food you know what? That's fine. That's totally fine. I mean, uh, you know, a nice plate of a, of a, a lovely uh, pork 
cutlet or med- uh, steak medallions. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with, you know what, just get the pizza and, and just do the wedding part and the dancing, the music and all that stuff. Yeah. Focus on the fun. Yeah, no issues. Yeah. No issues at all with this. Uh, right. It says, making wedding decisions is tough and rarely does a bride and groom agree on everything. Uh, I hate weddings. Hate them. <laughs> you know, if they stay if they uh, stay married for thirty minutes or longer, uh, the reception is free. <laughs> oh wow, that seems yeah. like a much harder proposition in Hollywood than it is in the rest of the world. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Uh, says one the couple or one couple couldn't decide what to do, so they came up with a solution: just order Domino's. Victoria, twenty six, and Tom Brown, age twenty nine, from Cornwall, UK, ordered three hundred and fifty pounds or four hundred and fifty dollars worth of Domino's pizza for their wedding. This is for their guests and themselves instead of having a traditional sit-down meal. It was just a joke idea at first as we sorted everything out for the wedding, but we couldn't decide on food, says Victoria. (laughs) Everyone has sandwiches and all that. So as it got closer to the wedding, I thought, shall I actually ask Domino's if they would do it? And to my surprise, they said, Fit! Yes! (laughs) Victoria told the pizza behemoth her budget, and they sent her as much as they could for the 450, which turned out to be 30 large pizza boxes, 20 garlic breads, 20 boxes of chicken strips, and 20 boxes of wedges. What's a wedge? What's a wedge? Yeah. I don't know. It's must be some some UK Domino's thing. Yeah, what the hell's a wedge? Domino's UK wedge. Yeah. What is a wedge? Um, oh, potato wedges. Okay. Oh, well, we don't like, do those like, here. Like fries. No, not... Uh, not the Domino's here. We call those chips. Let's see. <laughs> That's right. What is a gap Oh, wedge? but it does come with sweet chili dipping sauce and sour cream. I don't understand how that is not bigger here. Way better than ketchup. Yeah. The sweet chili sauce and sour cream. The UK knows this. Australia knows this. That is absolutely the thing you want to dip your fries and your potato wedges in. We don't seem to know this here. No, I know. Yeah. I don't know why that why that is. You're but, doing uh, a great service by reminding us yes uh all right here's a good one this this is uh i got this for you zoe is she in the chat today yep she is zoe brings bacon all the way in the uk this story is for you (laughs) america's pile of uneaten bacon is the biggest it's been in 48 years wow strange headline i know yeah there's more to it here where is this uneaten bacon and how uh, close is it to the nearest airport? Everybody gets their piece. All Americans, go get a piece of bacon. Uh, here it is what it says. More than 40 million pounds, which is 18,000 metric tons of pork bellies, the cut used for bacon making. Bacon making. <laughs> making bacon. Making bacon. <laughs> We're sitting in a refrigerated warehouse as of September 30th, according to the U.S. government data released Tuesday. That's the most uh, for the month for that month since 1971 when Brian and I were but small babies with little toddlers yeah little toddling around pooping our pants still that's right uh still I never I never quit (laughs) do we ever stop Scott (laughs) I have to just have to double bag everything's fine uh let's see the overhang came after uh the overhang (laughs) sorry after a buildup in the American hog herd uh, pork output, uh, output surged over the summer months and through September, says Dennis Smith. He's the C- uh, senior accountant executive at Archer Financial Services Incorporated. Bellies have seen a magnified inventory increase uh, because demand is mostly domestic, unlike cuts of ham, which are over, uh, or sorry, for which overseas buying can help reduce reserves. 
But like mm. bacon and stuff, we're all into it. Zoe, what's the deal? Order more gosh dang bacon. All right? What yeah, so the problem isn't that uh the problem isn't that we're not eating it. It's that our other that other countries aren't getting our bacon supply like they are ham and pork chops and things like that. Mhm. Interesting. Well, mm -hmm. I wonder why or why they don't want our bacon. Why do you not want our bacon? Well, it says here it could be short-lived because recent Chinese buying is an indicator that it's that they perhaps we'll get more of this out of here. Uh export sales of American pork have soared in recent uh, in, uh, to weekly records buoyed by uh, purchases from the Asian country of China. U.S. pork uh, exports hit record on demand from China and Mexico. So Mexico's buying a bunch of pork because they got them carnitas. Mm. Mm -hmm. China yeah. mostly buys carcasses, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which they then process domestically rather than individual cuts of pork. Of course, the belly goes over with the whole hog. The theory is if we continue to export split carcasses to China, uh, it'll create a belly shortage. So they're actually worried about being a shortage, of, uh, even though they have this little landfall. So we got a lot of bacon right now. Here's the thing I wanted to mention. I don't know why China's suddenly buying a bunch. I mean, there's there's indications that whatever trade deals we're making means they'll buy more domestic product stuff from us. That's, that's great, uh, I guess. But here's uh, something I got to try to understand. The people who pick up our recycling every week came to us, Brian, and said... We can't have a bunch of this stuff on this list anymore. And oh, it no. was things okay. like can't have wrapping paper, can't Probably have styrofoam. Um, I think that was already on the list, but they was named it, off yeah. a whole bunch of things. Oh, they can't take paper towels anymore. Oh, yeah, really? They can't. Yes, okay. they Just can't about the way that they're processed and yeah, Kleenexes and all this stuff. And we said, why? And their answer was because. China's not taking our garbage anymore, so we can't process some of the stuff that they process. We're not equipped to here, so it has to be just like uh, paper products that are like actual like printer paper and corrugated mm -hmm. cardboard, and like that's it. It's the weirdest thing because then what's the freaking point? What are we doing if you can't recycle yeah. a paper towel? Like I don't understand. I don't even think, you know, it's funny because I think about what we throw in the recycling bin here versus the trash. We, like Kleenexes and paper towels for us go in the trash. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and our place won't even, like our guys won't even take, if we don't rinse out like a cardboard container that you get from some Italian place that had your spaghetti in it, mm -hmm. if it's got too much food waste inside, they won't take it. Oh, um, so we have to wash out all that stuff. Styrofoam, they'll take the little clamshell things mm -hmm. as long as there is the styro the little triangular thing on the bottom. Um, but the bigger things that like if you got a, a thing that hold a hold a monitor in there, even if it's got the little symbol, they won't take the thicker uh, chunks, even if they've got the recycled symbol. Interesting. Um, but have they said anything yeah. to you about how China's not doing the processing anymore? No, no. But we we don't really you know we don't really talk to our. Uh, your our, waste disposal people our garbage our, our bin pickup people no exactly there i'm usually doing this show when they come and go <laughs> watching point. them on the the video screen over on the side but um yeah but i uh but i don't think i mean basically in our the, the paper that we recycle is all of the the paper we get in the mail um god it's probably like 95 percent of the paper that that goes in the recycling bin for us mm. we don't do tissues or paper towels or anything i feel bad for um mm -hmm. i feel bad for 
the people at the dump, and here's why. Okay. <laughs> not for like, you know, a job is a job. It's honorable. It's all good. Sure. Uh, not sure. that. It's because Nick had food poisoning, and mm-hmm. his big heave ho happened in a uh, can with a with a liner in it. Yeah. So he oh. barfed, barfed like hardcore into this thing. I wrapped it up, taped it up, put it inside of another bag, wrapped that up, taped it up, and then put it in the garbage bag or sure. can, which means when garbage comes Wednesday, they're going to take that plus all our garbage for the week. They're going to take it to the yeah. landfill. And then somebody there has got a real bomb on their hands. They just don't know it. They're well, gonna be- yeah, but I mean, if it's if it's. It's going in the landfill. They're not picking through it or opening the bags to see what's inside. I mean, it's just gonna <laughs> it's gonna stay as a nice double bagged bomb and be underneath somebody's townhome and All right. in uh, twenty years. <laughs> Maybe it'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, it just freaks me out to think about some if they had to go dig through it or like process it or one of it, it gets stuck in like a garbage garbage thresher or something and just explodes. It just like pops it open. Oh, jeez, <laughs> that sounds so bad. Uh, I felt kind of bad while I was doing it. I was tempted to just dump it in the dirt, but whatever. Yeah. I haven't had to be barf dad in a while, and I had to be mm, for that. I know, that sucks. I mean, when you can't make it to the toilet, you got to have the close by yeah, situation. You do the close by. We, at this point, we have we have guaranteed we've lost free hotel room. Oh, he's I imagine out. He is, he's out. He's done. He is out. Yeah, the <laughs> fact that he hasn't said anything makes me think he is gone. That's right. But this next story, boy, if you if you weren't feeling a little queasy before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check this one out. So a man broke into his house, not his house, a house, and he made two mayonnaise sandwiches. Because mm. <laughs> sometimes one mayonnaise sandwich just isn't satisfying enough. Yep. Is it weird that that sounds kind of good right now? Why does that sound a good? A mayonnaise sandwich? Yeah, that is weird that it sounds good. I don't even like it. No, it's like... Uh, it's just like weird, weird uh, buttered toast offshoot uh, bad situation. <laughs> I don't know why that sounds okay to me. I guess I would not, I would like also like some meat and mustard. and, and Well, le- there you go. And- I mean, if you're talking, you know, throw some bacon, lettuce, and tomato on there. If you're going to have uh, two pieces of bread and mayonnaise on them, put them to good use. There you go. Put actual sandwich stuff in them. You're not wrong. Well, officials from the Laurel County Sheriff's Office Department thing said a house why is you broken into. Yanni? Yanni? Yeah. <laughs> Who says Yanni? You just said Yanni. Did I say Officials Yanni? from the Yanni County Sheriff's Department. Hold on. <laughs> I see what you did there. Ah, now you get it, yes. All right. I saw the Yanni and uh, Yanni and Hardy uh, movie. It was very good. <laughs> Actually, it was very good, by the way. If you haven't seen that. that, that biopic, oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. I do want to see that. It's got like uh, it's Steve be. Coogan and um, uh, yeah. uh, John C. Riley as, uh, as Oliver Hardy. It's really good it's, it's got to be good. streaming by now yeah it should be if it's not it's extremely it's extremely uh, uh how do i put it like you get a sense of the time they were in but it's also it feels really honest and heartfelt i really liked it i thought it was great yes yeah, anyway Nolly is the name of the movie uh to some things up here uh the official said the owner of the home woke up to noises coming from the kitchen found a man making two mayonnaise sandwiches the owner did not know the man he described him as being about six feet tall and 220 220 uh, police Six said, feet tall and full of mayo. <laughs> the owner did not know the man, but described him as being... Oh, I said that. Uh, police say the suspect told the homeowner if he left the house, uh, uh, would he, the homeowner, clean up the mess? The suspect then left the home, 
leaving behind a coffee mug, loose change, and his wallet with an ID. Uh, nope. Yeah, real good. The uh, suspect. <laughs> How is he? How is he not more than a suspect if he left his wallet and his ID? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yes. It even says here, uh, even though he's not in custody, police do not believe uh, the public is in any danger. Well, I don't either. But why don't you have the guy by now? Mm -hmm. Like, just go get him. Yeah. Anyway, that's your, that's your other story. <laughs> uh, you know, with the bacon shortage, he could have had a nice bacon and mayonnaise sandwich, and that would have been better than just mayo. I agree. Oh, that sounds good too. <laughs> Everything sounds good. I'm starving today. Do you have any HP sauce? Oh. H, any HP sauce? Even that sounds good. All the words you're saying sound good to me. <laughs> We're going to take a break. When we come back, it will be time with Steven Schleicher, well spent, I believe. Mm -hmm. So come back for that. Uh, and after that, nothing. Maybe we'll do like a call now. Oh, you also have a mashup today. We got stuff. Yeah, so, we got stuff. Don't, so don't worry, we got stuff. So don't you worry. We got things. Daryl's not here today because there's zip in Star Trek news. Just like nothing going on. Uh, <laughs> before all that, though, a song from Brian that he will now present in the best way he knows how. Yes. Uh, all right. This is an artist who goes by the name Moonboy. M-U-O-N-B-O-Y. You spell Moonboy, but you, you substitute a U for that first uh, O. He is a 20-year-old university student from Geneva, Switzerland, but he was born in Portuguese or Portugal. He's got Portuguese nationality. He's been making music for about two years, but uh, it's always been a big part of his life listening to it and influences and things like that. This is uh, This is some fun uh it's that hip-hop that's kind of sing-songy style like um post malone a little bit and uh mm. uh chance the rapper i really dig this i'm not a big hip-hop guy but i really like this the song is called moo mu uh it is by moon boy all right here it is we'll be right back Subatomic, alcoholic, a bit narcotic, smoking chronic, supersonic, my flow's exotic and melodic. I'm so harmonic, eh? I'm so harmonic, eh? People keep asking me where I got my name, and my soul off to talk about physics in the game. I'm not an expert, but nothing to be ashamed. Nothing science these days should have greater acclaim. I was young, always wondering what's around me. Not so dumb. Looking for the answers that I need On the tip of my tongue All the words became free Here they come, I need you to listen closely Moved to a country way too far from me Asking my parents where we were constantly They settled up in Geneva eventually Too expensive, they dipped everything in cheese My mom was working with a bunch of physicists Their goal in her mind was not to get rich for the money but for the common good But all the knowledge that wasn't understood And one day She read an article about a subatomic particle She thought it was kinda cool No one was the name She added boy to the mix Didn't think it would get fame So there were no risks Moon boy, my name Flowing through my veins Inside every brain So happy, cause my parents bought me a BS3 Had a game attack, didn't know what to write She thought the moon boy would fit me right One week, already wanted to leave One month, to have the same feeling One year, I gave up in disbelief One decade ago, when nothing was a 
from subatomic Alcoholic, hypnotic, smoking chronic Supersonic, my flow's exotic and melodic So harmonic, eh So harmonic, eh That's a me, boy Came into existence, a lunar decoy Helping the resistance, a real-life android Destroying the system you can't avoid A robot on a mission Writing songs as my diary Inside in my mind If you need to relate to a crop, baby You might find that I am crazy talk about one of my favorite companies because I love their stuff so much. That is Away. Away makes affordable, high-quality suitcases that charge your phone. I take these on every trip that I do, and I love it. By cutting out the middleman, Away is able to offer the perfect luggage made with high-quality materials at a much lower price. And there are a variety of options. comes in a uh, bunch of colors, four sizes. The carry-on, the bigger carry-on, the medium, or the large. Mm-mm. Anyway, Away has designed the perfect suitcase to make your travel experiences stress-free, which I know can be hard. Traveling's a pain, right? The carry-on bag features two USB ports and a high-capacity battery that allows you to charge multiple devices on the go, like your phone, your tablet, whatever, so you never have to worry about a dead phone or fight for an outlet at the airport. Nobody likes fighting at the airport. Ultra durable, yet lightweight, smooth ride in any direction, theft-proof, TSA-approved combination lock built in the, uh, built to keep your belongings safe. I like that. And it comes with a lifetime warranty. If anything breaks away, we'll fix it or replace it for life. Carry-on sizes are compliant with all major U.S. airlines while maximizing the amount you can pack. Free shipping within the contigu- t- contiguous U.S., Europe, and Australia. That's a fun word, isn't it? Uh, and also, here's the best thing about this. You get a risk-free 100-day trial period. At any point you decide it's not for you, you return it for a full refund without any questions asked. I absolutely love mine. Uh, I have two of these because we liked them so much. Got Kim a set. And we take it everywhere we go. And I don't even have to think about it. I mean, my bag just works. It takes a beating when I can, when it, you know, they treat it rough on the on the carousel thing. Uh, you'd hardly even notice looking at it. You'd be just like, well, that looks like a brand new bag to me. Everything packs in there real good, yet it's still small somehow. The charging has saved my butt a couple of times. It's really, really great. Anyway, take advantage of this offer. Away has an offer just for our listeners of the show. For $20 off a suitcase, go to awaytravel.com slash TMS20 and use the promo code TMS20 at checkout. Plus, get free shipping anywhere in the lower 48 states. That's $20 off a suitcase by going to awaytravel.com slash TMS20 and using that promo code TMS20. 
I want to eat. I want eat. It's so running. <laughs> The morning stream. I'm a leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Yeah, Brian, that was you doing that. Keeps you running. Yeah, it's my Doobie Brothers sing-along time. Yeah. Uh, everybody break out the Michael McDonald. Woo! Yeah. It's supposed to go like this. Hold on. Keeps you running. Yeah. There you go. Little yeah. <laughs> nice. Good. All right. Uh, we have gotten to now the part of the show where we like to bring in our good pal, Stephen Schleicher, and uh, see what's going on in his world. So we're going to do that. Uh, it's major spoilers, Scott. Get it together. Here we go. All right. Get it together. He's coming in hot, and we got a spot. Steven. It's Steven Schleicher all the way from Hayes, Kansas. Hello, Steven. Good morning. Good morning to you. Oh, it's nice Good to morning. have you here. Hey, uh, 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 how was Halloween? You got the, the kids that are still sort of going. How's that going? Yeah, kind of. I mean, we we used to, like five years ago, we would have like 100, 200 kids yeah. come through the neighborhood and through our house. This year, I think we only had about 50. I think they're all starting to age out. Yeah. And there's not enough youngins coming up. If you don't have people mm-hmm. live, uh, or if there's not a lot of turnaround in your neighborhood, a lot of people moving in and out all the time, it, it, you can kind of see that trend, right? Where they're, where they're just sort yeah. of aging out of it. Yeah. Well, I noticed this. Uh, this is maybe, you know, when my first son was born, basically right after he was born, they were like, uh, you better pick the school that you want your kid to get into because there's a waiting list on a lot of, a lot of these. Yeah, and and so it was like, oh, my gosh, we had to rush and make sure that we got, you know, by the time he was three, we had to make sure he was ready to start kindergarten in one of the schools because they were literally, we don't have room. We don't have enough schools to put everybody where they want to be put. Now, yeah. this isn't like private school. This is all public school stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're just like, hey, if you know anyone who's going to be of kindergarten age, you might let them know we have plenty of openings. So I think the town is starting to, to age out and there aren't enough young kids being born. Andrew, <laughs> get those kids. Get... <laughs> all old kids being born. Yeah, all <laughs> old kids. Yeah. We had we had a pretty good. So it's weird. When we moved here, there we didn't have. Uh, we had this huge chunk of space out in front of us that nobody, nobody lived in. Just a big dirt field forever. And nobody came here because they just never got around to this weird edge where we lived. Well, then mm-hmm. things started growing up around here. And then tons of people started coming. Now that field's all full, you know full of homes and stuff. And now we're on the opposite end of this thing where we had way less this year. And I think it's because they think it's all they think they don't think the townhomes over here are going to give candy. So they don't make it this far over here. Mm-hmm. So now we're back to like we had a bunch of leftover candy bars and I can't eat them because I'm off the yep. sug. Right. <laughs> yep. No more sug for me. <laughs> By the way, I didn't we, gave, cheat we once. did give out all of our candy. So oh, that good was, job! At, at the end, That's I was good. just like, "Hey, you kids want candy? Open your bag!" And I'm just pouring yeah. the whole whole bowl. In. We gave away all we our. Uh, we gave away most of the candy. We still had some left, and we gave away all the pop toys that we had to give away, except for the Star Trek ones, because kids don't give a poop about Star Trek. It turns out <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's so bizarre. Sad little Picard. I got a Jordy. I got a Worf. They're just sitting in there looking at you, going, "Why not us? What's the matter with us?" I am not a Mary Pop toy. No. 
All the Marvel stuff, all the Harry Potter stuff, bing, bang, mm-hmm. boom, bing, all gone sure. immediately. Sure. Didn't happen. All right. Oh, uh, my, my youngest asked me the other day, Dad, what's Star Trek? Oh, my gosh. Like, uh, uh. What'd you do? What'd you say? I just said I failed as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you ought to do is just sit down and watch and do a little TNG run through with him or something. You know? I, I don't think so. I think I'd, I'd start him way back with the original series. Oh, oh, would you really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Because I think I think there's so much more. And, and Daryl, I'm sure, would uh, may disagree with me. But I think there's more that's going on in the original series as far as issues that are going on right now that would be more relevant. Mm. Now, I know that, you know, the... Okay. Uh, the next generation did talk about transgender rights, did talk about, you know, a bunch of other things that made its way in. But when we're just talking about basic equality and treating people with respect and punch a Nazi in the face, I mean, that's all the original series stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, I don't know if you guys saw that. Well, I don't want to bring it up here, but there was news this morning about a, a one particular Nazi who everybody was all upset because everyone punched him a year ago or something. Some leaked audio of like the worst tirade of awfulness i've ever heard out of anybody that he didn't know was going to be made public and this is a dude that keeps ending up on like cnn and freaking fox news and wherever as like an actual pundit i don't want to bring up his name i don't want to invoke it so i don't know why i'm bringing it up now but he's an a-hole punch a nazi punch a nazi all right uh what was i gonna say oh uh hey we got good news major, yeah we do major spoilers is one of my sources for this uh spider-man into the spider-verse Two, yes. got not only we we knew something was in the works, but we have a date for that thing. So what's what's up with that? What do we know? Look, I didn't even know Frozen Two was coming out this month, but on my calendar, I have marked down April eighth, twenty twenty two, Spider Man <laughs> Into the Spider Verse Two. My my wife just rolled her eyes, going, "Why did this pop up on my calendar?" I'm like, "So you can make sure we can all go." Mm, the second nice. greatest Spider Man movie comes out in twenty twenty two, people. Yeah, it feels like a million miles away though. Jeez. Doesn't it? I know. That's what it my does. young my, my kids were that way. They were just like, Dad, that's like three years away. It's like, well, I mean, it's almost two years away. And by the time next year rolls around, it'll only be a year away. So it's not right. that it's not that long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'll go quick. We'll all be, you know, shocked how fast it gets here, but I do wish it was sooner for some reason. I know. Yeah. It does seem like a long ways. And I think it's because we are at the end of a end of a decade. So when we think about, oh, 2022, that's like so far away. But in 2016, uh, who would have known that three years would have passed just like that? That's yeah. a good point, because 2016 feels like two seconds ago. Like it really mm-hmm. is not a time. Time has not elapsed in my head from 20 mm-hmm. or 2015, mm-hmm. for that matter. Like Mad Max Fury Road and forward has been just a blip on the on the radar. And yeah. so this is how this will feel. We'll get there before you know it. We'll probably have Diablo 4 before 2022. So we'll be fine until we get to see this thing. But yes, the sequel to the greatest superhero movie ever made. We have a date. I, I don't know. I mean, you may be putting too many adjectives there in there, Scott, or yeah. adverbs in there. I don't know if it's... I don't know if it's the greatest superhero every minute. We can it leave out be, the word superhero. We can probably leave out the word superhero. I mean, sorry, Scott, but I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is much better than Fury Road. Oh, um, we can have this conversation wow. if you want to. We can go here if you'd like. Now, so let's <laughs> let's make this. Let me, let me make one point very clear here. These are two. Of, these are my two favorite movies of the last decade. I love them both. However, nothing's as good as Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so here's what's wrong with Mad Max Fury. <laughs> There's my argument. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Okay, yeah, no. go. Okay, yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, good. I made a real good we, point. We, counterpoint? Stephen, counterpoint? <laughs> We've got a MacGuffin. Let's drive all the way there 
and then turn around and come back. Yeah, sometimes you gotta. Sometimes you gotta get halfway out into the salt and you gotta turn around because that's the right thing to do. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, it's if you wanna be a hero, you can be a hero. All you gotta do is try. Sure, but is there... Uh, is there a bullet farmer with a giant club foot that has nipples sticking out of a suit? Is that in there? Is there no, a guy? No, but there is a grotesquely huge green goblin flying around inside of a uh, inside of a little uh, experimental zone. All right, I'll give There's you that. There's also a super huge grotesque looking uh, uh, what's his name, Kingpin? Yeah, <laughs> stromping around, poking his little pin the entire time. Okay, m- goodness, let me ask we don't you this: have, uh, Kingpin's nipples exposed. Exactly. Let me ask you this then: Does it have? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the, are the nipples the, really part of your argument? No, Scott? it's not. But I'm gonna say, uh, okay. How about this? Does it have? Uh, does it have a guitar player with a freaking flamethrower at the end of his guitar, uh, bungee corded to a giant block of speakers with a bunch of drummers on it as it drives through the desert? Does it have that? It's it's got a cartoon pig hitting itself over the head and saying, "That's all, folks." Which oh, is a dig at Warner Brothers when this is a Sony movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm st- Starting, I'm I'm, I'm on uh, Steven's side yeah, on this one. Brian's kind of torn over there. Hmm, kind of right. torn. I'll yeah. have to go. I'll have to go regroup with my people and come up with a, a good argument. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just so excited about this movie. I just, I'm. I am I, I'm yeah. The problem is, and this is a good thing that is three years away, because I'm going to get so excited about this movie. I'm going to build it up so much in my head that no matter how great this movie is. <laughs> It's not going to be performed to my expectations, even though it right. could be, um, you know, it could be leaps and bounds ahead of everything that happened in the first movie. Sure. I think already I'm starting to build it up too much in my head. So this may be the only time you hear me talk about it until April 10th, 2022. In theory, you got there, an opportunity for that to temper down. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In theory, there are infinite spider verses, right? Is that the, the, the thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. In one of those spider verses, it's entirely possible that the character Rictus Erectus. Uh, one of the sons of Immortan Joe could show up and yell, I had a baby oh, brother and he was perfect in I'm, every way. He could do that. He he could be. Uh, that would probably be like uh, a chameleon character or okay. something. I mean, or the Shocker. Right, probably okay. the Shocker. Oh, the Shocker. The Shocker with combined exposed. with the <laughs> Rictus Erectus. All right. <laughs> Uh, wow! Sounds like we're just we're discussing the the most uh, un, unpopular sex move ever. <laughs> Rictus erectus and the shocker, the shocker yeah. and the shocker and the shocker. Yeah, good point. All right, uh, moving on. Let's talk about Stranger Things season form four. Not four. So we have to again. Production doesn't begin until January 2020 for season four of Stranger Things. It's only going to be eight episodes long, but to kind of keep momentum going, mm-hmm. the Stranger Writers Twitter feed has been releasing every week saying, here are five films that the writers discussed in the writer's room this week. And they're not saying that this is what will directly inspire the eight episodes, but I think reading down this list is pretty fascinating. Mm. Are you, so uh, some, yeah, go ahead. Here, here are some of the movies, Young Sherlock Holmes, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Hackers, Silence of the Lambs, The Good Son, Amelie, Paradise Lost, Pineapple Express, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Drop Dead Fred, um, and then also we have the peanut butter solution, the Fisher King, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. You've got mail, ordinary people, uh, on that list, uh, Hellraiser Two, Billy Madison, the fast and the furious Tokyo drift, Harry Potter and the chamber of secrets, black swan. And the list wraps up with, uh, Oh, I guess that's everybody. That's everybody right now. So wait though. So if you're sitting around talking about movies that inspire you or things that you take inspiration from, yeah. Some of these might come up in the discussion. 
And so if people want to kind of get into the mindset of the Stranger Things writers, maybe go see some of those movies. Interesting. Wow. Some weird ones on the list, though. Yeah, I know, Drop really. Like Fred and Black Swan. Uh, like, why is mm -hmm. that in there? Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Amelie. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you just shotgun splatter shot a bunch of movies on the wall. Like, if it doesn't mm -hmm. feel like any of them have any connection, but I guess... I guess that's the point is you're supposed to dig and find yeah. and, and whatever. Mm -hmm. I probably won't be doing that. I probably will not My, be doing that. Yeah. Anomaly is a great movie, by the way. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, I, it is. I, I just it. can't see how it, uh, you know, how it influences so, uh, Stranger Things 4. So my only guess would be in some of this stuff is if you remember the very end credits thing of the last episode of season three, there's a good chance a lot of this stuff isn't going to take place in Indiana. Mm. Oh, okay. They finally get out of Indiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I that's fine. They they spent a lot of time there. <laughs> it's time to move on. I still haven't <laughs> seen move on out of I, I, I yeah. say this with like the least knowledge. I haven't watched season two or three. I'm just sort of slayed <gasps> on all of it. I know. Uh season two, I really did not like season two, but season three, the opening shot just really annoyed the heck out of me because it felt like they were just repeating the same mistakes that they made in season two. Yeah. But then after that, they're just like, nope. We're really leaning in and being self-referential, and we're even making fun of ourselves for things that we did in season two. And I think they righted that ship uh, by the end of the first episode. Do they uh, have? Uh, what was I going to say? Is the, the uh, uh, this new season? It's still got what, uh, what's her name with the the uh, the waffles, right? What's I can't think. Yeah. Billy Bobby Brown. Yeah, yeah, she's still in. So they're all in there still, right? I'm they're not gonna, all in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not, if I mm -hmm. skip two, it's not like a, am I? I mean, oh, we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Stephen like advocates skipping it, and everyone else I, I talked to is like, you should see it. Uh, like, there's things that are in there, but there are characters that have zero character arcs, and so when they show up in this, in the season three. You're kind of like, oh, okay, I guess you get a redemption arc from this character who really wasn't that big of a character in season two, but they certainly made him out to be a big bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, it just didn't sit well with me. And it, I would say if you're going to watch them, watch season two and three just back to back. Okay. Yeah. Just don't there even just don't even give time between it because the more you think about season two, the angrier you will get. Because maybe mm -hmm. maybe I can just do like a Wikipedia, you know, plot. No, nah, you probably. No, I wouldn't do that. I would. I would. Yeah, I would. I would watch season two, even if it's like one of those things where um, you have it on a screen next to what you're working on, and mm -hmm. you kind of half watch it, and then season three is devote full watch, yeah, full yeah, yeah. full attention. Okay. Yeah, and I know a lot of people are saying in, in the chat are saying that season two is their best, but honestly, oh, my favorite list is one, three, two. Yeah, I agree. I think three is definitely better than two. But I mean, you got, you know, you got uh, Mr. Sean Astin. And you also have Paul Reiser. And I think that the Paul fact Reiser. that you have both of those in this movie and the fact that uh, they're riffing on a Paul Reiser movie throughout mm -hmm. the whole season just is a real letdown. Are they riffing on Aliens? Is that the movie you're telling me they riff on? You'll have to watch have <laughs> season two. Well, because now I'm interested. Because I love Paul Reiser and Aliens. He's great in that because he's a total douchebag. He locks himself in a closet and gets eaten by an alien because he's a freaking puss. I love that movie. Anyway. You'll have well, to watch season You'll have to watch two. the season two. And then you'll understand why on, uh, what was it, Sean Astin Day or whatever, everybody went to Twitter and was just like, oh, today we're giving Sean Astin all the love. And he's like, I can't believe you people are doing this. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't mean to, Mr. Frodo. All right. Well, that's great. Uh, potatoes, he said to people. <laughs> I'm just thinking of all the stuff you do in the Lord of the Rings. 
All right. Uh, well, this is great. These are two fine updates on two uh, properties we're all interested in. Uh, Stephen, is there anything else happening this week on major spoilers that you, you, uh, your listeners or our listeners should be paying attention to? I would once again suggest people check out if they want more comic book fun to check out the Major Spoilers podcast. We record it on Tuesday. It goes up Wednesday morning and you can get your weekly dose of comics. Uh, you can find out what comics we recommend. We dive into an old trade paperback that you might want to pick up or maybe want to skip. But that all happens on the Major Spoilers podcast. Check it out at Majorspoilers.com. All right. Cool. How should I be? What should I do during the day to, in order to keep my kidneys healthy and all that other kind of stuff? What would you say? Uh, you know, you want to stay hydrated. Oh, OK. That's what I thought. Bye. Very good. <laughs> Excellent work. Oh, and I forgot when we were talking about Spider-Man, the date for that getting announced. All the excitement of that, I forgot to say, oh, yeah, Ant-Man 3 got announced as well. Oh, it did? It. Yep. Also so 2022, probably, or did we get Probably a... also 2022, yeah. It's, it's going to be after the Doctor Strange and Thor sequels. So That's going to be really it's uncomfortable when Paul, Paul Rudd is the only one that doesn't age between now and then. Else. <laughs> you know, well, you know, the uh, there's no aging in the, uh, the microverse or the... Uh, uh, the the upside down, the inside out, whatever it's called. It, what is that called that he's in? When <laughs> quantum he Quantum Realm. Quantum, quantum realm, realm. That's it. Yeah. And Hank Pym. Are we done with Hank Pym? We're done with him, right? No more of him. You think uh, in the story? No, I think I think he's still around. I mean, okay. he and Michelle Pfeiffer and okay, and Janet Van Dyne and yeah, yeah. All right. I you like still that. haven't seen the second Ant Man film, have you? No, I haven't. I know Gosh, he's in that. Scott. I know he's. In I that guess. One. Uh, what in a, in a little over a week Disney Plus comes out and you'll be able to stream all that stuff. That's true. Oh my gosh, that's soon, isn't it? It is. It's a week from tomorrow, the twelfth. Is it bad that I just constantly hope the the morning show, or as they keep calling themselves TMS, <laughs> fails miserably and goes away? Is that bad? Uh, no, I mean I think we you know we don't want we don't want the confusion between TMS us and TMS them, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, we dealt with Todd and Aaron, Scott. We'll get through this. All right. It feels like Todd and Aaron were less of a threat, but yes. <laughs> and less of a multi-million dollar threat. Well, all right. That's all you needed to know. More than you know. Oh, that's not what it was supposed to be. Hold on. There we go. That's Emmett. The oh, more you know. Good. I like <laughs> both of those things. <laughs> we're both pretty good. All right. Uh, they're going to play a mashup now. Are they? We are. We're not. There's no they. It's us. We're going to play a mashup. And this is from Jamie. Uh, this is a Brian Im uh, Ibbett Impressions file, is what he's called oh, it. Oh, God. Okay. He uh, subtitled it, The Wallaby Took My Baby. So I'm guessing, I just, uh, this is just, I don't know if this is a warning or a hype point, but Brian's probably going to do his Australian accent in this clip. Probably, yeah. Probably. So enjoy this with us. Here you go. Salted lemon candies. <laughs> How do they work? Why am I here? Oh, my gosh. Nicholas Cage is inside me. <laughs> <laughs> you sell my left arm too tired can't give any more samples sorry no more samples can't do left hand getting blister on inside of hand i take the best part of the the kangaroo meat is from the haunches it's a fatty from, <laughs> from the crotch for the, the crotch the, from the crotch it's kangaroo crotch meat really crotch. toenails yeah it's made from, Ooh, made from kangaroo rectum <laughs> make sure you get those nacho chip crumbs out of there <laughs> I get to touch my chin. I work really hard on my chin. 
We've got a new alien race that only attacks people's feet. We must take all of our shoes off and walk around the Enterprise barefoot. Well, I got stuck, got lost out on Mount Lofty Ranges. <laughs> I had to billy down some logs. Phony guacamole! Clinger, get out of here! <laughs> Major Hulahan, phony guacamole! That's get out of my good. office! That's pretty good. I'm with that. The answer is that. spoiled bitch. Spoiled bitch. <laughs> Michael, you have the board. We didn't invent the meat pie, but we did perfect it. Listen, hey. Listen, yeah, listen, cha cha. It's, uh, you know, this guy's looking at that piece of candy like he's uh, Bill Mitchell about to size up the latest Cleveland Cavalier. Yeah, you know that uh, that Sandy Hook thing was a total hoax. Big news. Of course, yeah, we're all about the homegrown garlic. We have eight varieties of garlic that can kill a human being. I'm not sure. Well, you've got your USB port plugged in the wrong. Yeah, held on to your uh, letter for a little extra. So, uh, Alex, I'll take uh, stamps for 200. To me, that's just a bridge Pull too up far. your pants and get me those detonators. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like that? It was a little bit of wallaby yeah, in your meat pie. There's a wallaby pie. Tinder. Mm. There's a little Tinder. The wallaby took my baby or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of dingo meat in your meat pie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was full on the most Australian thing we've ever played here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's like unless you count Lucy from Oklahoma. Yeah, unless you count that f- <laughs> fake Lucy from Oklahoma thing. We never did get we never did drill her down on why she She still still she, maintains that that was not her. She denies and that was her. There's a little part of me that there, I have a shadow of a doubt, Scott. Like mm. I can't say that I full on 100% know that Lucy from Oklahoma was really Gidget doing a voice. Yeah, I guess I don't know either which is part of this this is what makes it so freaking frustrating. <laughs> it's the one thing on the morning stream uh-huh. that we don't know. That we All don't right. know. Whoever you are, whoever whoever that is, Lucy, call and leave a voicemail at 801-471-0462. I'll dig it up and we'll play it on the show again and we'll do a little bit of... I know you want to do this. This is what serial uh, pranksters do. Even serial killers right. do this. They kind right. of want to be caught. Or right? a real person named Lucy that maybe, you know... Right. I can't believe that they think I don't exist. Yeah. I don't how is she going to prove it though? I mean, she's going to leave another message and it's going to be yeah, it's it sounds exactly the same as the last one and still doesn't get us anywhere. It's like the Zodiac killer. We just have to catch him. We just have to Here's what we need. We yeah. need Gidget and Lucy to call at the same time. That's the only way we can prove that it's not Gidget doing a voice. I I'm all for your idea. That sounds great. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how we do it, but we we got to do it. All right, next uh, the, the final Thursday of the month. Wait, isn't that Thanksgiving this month? It is, isn't it? Isn't the final Thursday always a Thanksgiving day? Mm, it is this month. Isn't it always? It's not, it's not exactly because we don't do a date for Thanksgiving. It's just always no. The final it's always month. on a Thursday, but it's not the last Thursday of the month. I think it's the fourth Thursday of the month, oh. which usually is the last Thursday. Okay, I can't remember. Well, we'll figure I know it out. Easter is based on like moon phases and stuff like that, but uh... dead polymers. I think Thanksgiving is in December this year. Oh yeah, that's I'm sure that's true. Well, they're saying that it's the third Thursday. Oh, it is the third. Is it the third? Not the fourth. It's the fourth. It's the fourth Thursday. Seven fourteen twenty one twenty eight. The twenty eighth is the. Is yeah, it's the, always uh... the fourth Thursday. Yeah, it's actually how I wish all holidays were. I wish they would pick a day of the week and the and the placement in the month and just stick to it. Like Christmas being the 25th or uh, Halloween being the 31st. I hate that because 
No one wants to do Halloween on a Monday and the next day yeah, is a school right. day. Nobody wants to do Christmas on a Sunday. Like, right. lock Fourth it in. Fourth of July should be on a weekend. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I don't yeah, know or we... Independence Day. We just start calling Independence Day and it's on the first Saturday in July or something like that. You it's, know? The make first, it, make it, uh... it's the first thing for Thanksgiving I'm thankful for is that Thanksgiving is on a set yes. plane of existence. Day of the week. Yes. Uh-huh. Agreed. That's how it should be. All right. Does my soundboard agree? Yeah. All right, good. Just oh, good. Yeah, good. Ooh, thank goodness for that. All right, we're going to uh, go. Here's the deal. Um, this whole week, there's content, like straight up. Uh, you know, I don't want to freak anybody out, but Tuesday, there's people here. We got guests. We got stuff. Wednesday, same thing. Thursday, Friday, all of it. The whole week is just so smack dab full of TMS stuff that this is a great time for me to say to people, go to our Patreon.com slash TMS and throw your love at us because how dumb are we? We have so much content that we push out every day, every week that all you got to do is go plunk down a couple of bucks a month, a month for all of that. That's right. Come on, come on. Plunk down a couple folded up dollar bills into our virtual G string. Would you? Yeah, we're stupid and we did it wrong. So take advantage of us. <laughs> so go do it. Cause we can't change it now. You may as well take advantage of us. Patreon.com slash TMS. Do it today. There's lots of good rewards, lots of, re- lots of reasons to do it, and it's a brand new month. All right, so get in early uh, in this month of November, and let's do this. All right, yes. uh, frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else. Brian, do you have a song to play on the way out? I do. Adi, you know Adi. Yeah. Adi the artist uh, wrote the artist. in said, hey, Scott and Brian, so my wife and I are buying our first house, and we close on this Friday, November 1st, which was last Friday. It's been a crazy time for us to get here, but we're super freaked out and excited. In honor of the day, I thought I'd ask the cover maestro for any good covers regarding a house. Uh, or if that's not possible, just some fun celebrating song. I'll take whatever Brian can dish out. Also, since we're buying a house and it's close to Christmas, I'm going to shamelessly plus say, probably plug Say I'm open for commissions, or you can buy stuff on my Etsy and or Redbubble. He's very good. All that said, he's very he is very good. Yeah. Uh, All that said, thank you guys for all that you do and for fostering the great Frog Pants community. Love the show though, Adi. Adi's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. So yeah, a lot of houses get named in a lot of songs. I mean, there's Burning Down the House. There's House of the Rising Sun. There's Brick House. Um, I'm going with this one because when you think of the Mary Jane Girls, there's only one song you think of related to the Mary Jane Girls, and that's a song called In My House. Don't you remember the Mary Jane Girls? I do, uh, barely. <laughs> just yes, just this kind of. Is, uh, <laughs> this is sung by Eliza Doolittle. No, not the character from Breakfast at uh, Tiffany. No, what was it? Not uh, Eliza Doolittle was a character in. Oh, uh, I don't actually know that. Eliza Doolittle. My Fair Lady, thank you, yes. Oh. Holly Golightly was uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Do you remember the film? I think, if I, if I recall, we both kind of liked it. <laughs> anyway, uh, My Fair Lady, yes, Eliza <laughs> Doolittle. Um, she uh, is a singer who goes by that name for the EMI Film and TV Covers 2010 album. She does her version of In My House by the Mary Jane Girls. See you guys tomorrow.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. This is my house.